0: and episode 36 and the roving report tonight is from the PAT stadium it's Port against Trat and just before we get underway we've got a couple of lads who want to say a couple of words we've got Jim who uh, was on the show a couple of weeks ago and a friend of mine Andy who's come from Scarborough Andy, what do
1: you make of it out here? This is my second visit, Rob. Absolutely love it. Buzzing atmosphere out here
2: in the fan zone and really looking forward to the game. And I think last time I came, I don't think Port were quite in the same position in the league as they are now, so it's going to be a good game. What's your prediction? Uh, 3 0 Port.
0: (laughs) Jim, obviously still getting over the euphoria of the Montong game. (laughs) What do you think tonight, mate?
2: 2
3: 0. Really uneventful and boring.
0: Well, that's not what my mates from Scarborough want to hear, but no, that's fair enough. You've always been one to uh, voice your honest opinion. Are Any team news? Tardelli's back. No Hamilton involved again. Do you see anything more to that? Well, they keep saying he's coming back, and then he never actually arrives back, so I don't really know. Nobody seems to, seems to have 100% certainty. And, of course, uh, communications is very good as
3: yeah. ever here. I mean, you also got to remember with the system that you're 100% in. You can't have a foreign guy partially in. If, if you could have three on the field at any one time, he could sit on the bench if he's 80% and come on. You can't do that. No, no. So you, you kind of look like you're really not involved. When if you're in a regular, uh, yeah, if you're in England, you could come on for the lot. He could be on the bench and come on for 10 minutes. So I, th- I don't think it's a big problem there. He'll be back. We're all right. Hopefully we've gotten up against this lot, but also poor.
0: You never know. Yeah Dale, 20 minutes on the clock here at PAT, Pat and Paul part ahead, a dull start to be quite honest, Tra- regretting an easy chance that they missed early on, port in control now, it's a matter of uh, damage limitation I would think for the visitors. <coughs> half-time here, gathering our thoughts underneath the bowels of the B-zone here at PAT Stadium, where Trat, after going 1-0 down I said it was going to be damage limitation they got themselves together and there are gaps at either end of the pitch bigger than the gaps in Joe Jordan's mouth where his teeth are meant to be honestly, so many attacks at either end, and Trat will find themselves a little bit uh, peeved to go down the tunnel at 1-0 down, a lot can happen in the second half here Bullkeeper's been tested, decent crowd in, decent night's football. So we're back outside, it's full time and it's ended up part one, track nil. But I tell you what, that was a game that could have gone either way. Track gave it everything some pawning goal for port pulled off a couple of saves one of the miraculous such a strong hand to keep it out probably the two best players outfield were Jorge felipe the big brazilian centre-back for Tratt. charlie Clough having a fine game for port 1-0 can't argue with that clean sheet a very rare result is 1-0 at port but Tratt on that showing well how are they at the bottom outside the PAT and I'm joined with one of my mates from Scarborough. First experience of Thai football, Fred, what did you think? Yeah, good, really good night out Rob, thanks, yeah. Mainly
1: round beer, so very similar to our non-league football, but yeah, really good. I don't know how they run about in that heat,
0: but uh, a good night, thank you, yeah. What would you say, standard-wise, we're chatting inside the stadium,
1: hard one isn't it you, certainly a, a slower game than, than the game we watch at Conference North or National League North technically probably very similar but if you're going to play for 90 minutes in that heat you've got to slow it down and take your chances when it comes uh, a different game uh, almost like a summer game really I suppose
0: I mean, there, Has there been anything you've noticed tonight that could possibly enhance the experience back home? Well interesting I mean in the stadium I'm, I'll be
1: honest in the stadium absolutely excellent your supporter experience absolutely spot on around the side, some rough edges that you probably won't get away with in the UK, but the, the overall experience is great.
0: Yeah, good stuff. You reckon a team from National North that uh, give these lads a game,
1: or...? I reckon they would if it was a bit colder, yeah, I think that would be, uh, we'll have to meet somewhere in the middle, but yeah, I think think a similar standard, I think they'd come and hold their own, but uh, a lot more intensity, but a lot less intensity probably.
0: So any lads coming over here on holiday, you'd certainly recommend this sort of experience? Yeah, definitely, I mean the prices are unbelievable compared to
1: town, I I, I do it on that alone, I am from Yorkshire, so... uh, (laughs) yeah no definitely definitely worth a look not not a terrible standard great night out everyone's enjoyed it so uh,
0: yeah brilliant cheers mate thanks a lot cheers, man. Yeah Dale, no, we've had a great night here, so with that, hand over to you at uh, Chonbury. hope you'll get as good a night as
4: we've
2: had. Thanks Rob. Yeah, a bit of an emotional one for me today, as I return to the Theatre of the Absurd, also known as Chonbury Stadium. It's my first time here for a few months, so I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to catching up with a few people, which I will do later on. It's now a couple of hours before kick-off odd fan milling around and we've got plenty of odd fans so I'm gonna have a quick scout about see if I can notice any differences from the last time I was here and I'll probably pop into the shop see what's for sale spend a bit of money (laughs) I've been in the club shop bought myself an away shirt and a pair of shorts and even more exciting than that the team bus has just arrived so the players are about to disembark there's a small crowd waiting for them by the entrance i'm guessing they're gonna pelt them with rotten fruit or something probably what they deserve after the season they've given us or maybe that's a bit unfair and it's very unlikely given the nature of thai football fans that they'll be pelting the team they'll probably just applaud them but here they come bus door has now opened and we're waiting for the players to get off they seem quite reluctant can't think why because it's uh, match day. All joking aside, I'm quite excited about this game. I'm not holding out much hope that we're going to win it, but it's just nice to be back, really. Like I can say, it's home. That's it, the players have got off the coach, gone into the dressing rooms, all ready for action in about 90 minutes' time. I'm heading up to my usual pre-match match meeting spot and watering hole I'll be bringing you a few more reports over the course of the afternoon and evening so I've made it to the Salah in the fitness park behind the away end and I've met up with three reprobates Val Tim and Claire if you're a regular listener you'll have heard these three before so anything could happen in the next couple of minutes so I'm gonna start with Tim It's a very special week for Tim actually he's he's turning 60 this week so we've been celebrating for the past few days and the celebrations look like they're gonna go on for a bit longer but today it's all about the football so Tim thoughts on today? yeah well it's just another game at the end of the day it's just another game we're playing suckertight
3: i always like to to watch suckertight they always bring a lot of fans um, i see they're they're just sort of three points above us and haven't been playing too well haven't been scoring many goals so i think we have an opportunity opportunity here um, the last game we saw i was really pleased i thought we played quite well it's really hard to say i think we are in the bottom three so things are looking pretty tough i think seem seemed to be in freefall, so I mean that's terrible news for them, but it's obviously a boon for us and I, I can't say, you know, I, I, I'm quite content about that unfortunately. Today I think it's a vital game for us, I think we're at home, we're playing a team that's only three points ahead of us, we need to win this, we need, really need to get at them and we need to control the game and also we've got to shore up our
2: shaky defence which has been the real problem that we've had all all year. Thanks. Thank you, that was a very measured reply. I was expecting something a bit more (laughs) irreverent. So I'm going to turn to Claire now, who's doing a crocheting in the corner. Again, regular listeners will know that Claire's our fashion expert. (laughs) So we've not actually seen what the two teams are wearing today. So Claire, what about my outfit? What do you think about what I'm wearing?
5: Yeah, it's very interesting. (laughs) I like it, nice t-shirt, quite cool. Shorts are kind of neutral. (laughs) Converse, yeah. Can't go wrong with converse. Look cool.
2: Thank you. I'll tell you that. That That's a huge compliment coming from you. And what is it you're making in in the bag? It looks very interesting.
5: I'm remaking my sister's uh, crocheted blanket for her because bits of it disintegrated. So... I'm, I'm re crocheting it with wool that was already used, some of which has got cat hair in, which is making me a bit allergic, but there we are.
2: Brilliant, and another tip there, so if you're coming to watch Chamboree, bring something to do so that if the match doesn't live up to your expectations, you can occupy yourself. It can be crocheting, it can be a book, it can be a crosswords. You can,
5: call mom. You can always call your mum from the cafe over the road if you fancy
2: a cup of tea and I had a crossword said, there you go that's it oh it's very windy today so you could perhaps do some kite surfing around the fitness park
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so over to Val Val your thoughts on today and the season in general
6: um okay so um I'm on a bit of a high because my team in the UK leads just obviously beat on Friday
2: I'll be editing that bit out by yeah. the way
5: um,
6: so I'm willing lots of good you know, look and good play from Ellen Road over to uh, Chonbury today so uh, yeah I'm optimistic, hoping for another win.
2: I think we all are it's, it's been a pretty desperate season hasn't it, I, I think it's fair to say we're in dire straits and I'd rather be listening <laughs> to dire straits than having to watch this team at the moment, so thanks to the three of you, we'll probably have some more words from you later on when you've taken a few more drinks, no doubt, so that's probably the most sense I'm going to get out of them today, so i make the most of it, okay. I've just met up with one of our regular correspondents, Bill, a soccer Thai fan, and he's in good spirits ahead of the game. He wasn't going to be committed to make a score prediction, I couldn't drag one out of him and I couldn't get him to come on the podcast Maybe later, maybe after the game, hopefully we'll meet up again. But yeah, it's, we've just both been discussing the merits of our two clubs. And I don't think either of us are particularly happy <laughs> with how things have gone this season, but we'll see. I mean, I did tell him I was expecting us to lose today. I, I, I stick by what I've been saying over the past few weeks that we pretty much thrown in the towel as far as I'm concerned. Tonight we'll either confirm or otherwise. It's, yeah, it's not looking good, but we'll see. So I've made it into the ground, met a couple of old friends outside which was lovely, a couple of the old Thai fans who I've not seen for a very long time, so that was quite nice. A few minutes gone, decent turnout from Sucker Thai, very impressed with it. The crowd as a whole is not as bad as I was fearing. And we played for four minutes and there's no goals. I'll give an update at half-time. I'm not going to do constant updates. So I'll be back at half-time with a, an overall view of the first 45 minutes. But it's, it's lovely to be back. I, I can't really explain the, that feeling of being up here in my regular seat watching Chombere FC. So it's half-time. Chombere 3, Succa 0 nil. I'm outside my usual half-time location, just outside the main stand. I've got Tim, Val and Claire here. They're three very happy people, along with myself. So, Val, thoughts on that first 45 minutes? To
6: be, uh, be 3-0 up is beyond expectations. <laughs> I just want to add something about the Sukatai kit, which I thought would be orange. But it's a mank, mank replica. How could they do that? But anyhow, I am I am delighted for Chompery.
2: It's that Leeds United influence clearly rubbed off that um, you referred to way before kickoff. Abs-
6: absolutely, yeah. All the goodwill coming all the way over from Ellen Road.
2: And Claire, your crocheting hasn't come out of the bag at all during that first 45 minutes, which is probably all we need to know. What, what have been your impressions so far?
5: Well, most of the time I was on the phone to my mum. <laughs> But I did manage to get into the stadium in time to see all three goals, which was very nice.
2: It's either you or me then that is responsible for this, because obviously I I cannot believe what I've seen in that first 45 minutes. Surely that's the best they've played all season.
5: It's definitely you Dale, because I've been here on various occasions where nothing like this has happened.
2: Tim you're looking very pensive there I think you're, you're about to unleash aren't you so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the microphone over to Tim and he's gonna give his thoughts on that first 45 minutes
3: I can't really say too much really I mean 3-0 up at time. that's the best performance of the, the the season so far that we've seen so thank you Dale for coming it's been it's been outstanding to see you here and good to have you back in your old seat as well. But I mean, going back to the football, I think one of the things that's taken us a long time to realise is to bed all the players in. And youngsters certainly need confidence and we're playing a lot of youngsters at the moment and today is is a confidence game things have worked well it's great to see you know our striker getting a hat trick in the first half we just haven't seen anything anything like that at all the whole season we've seen glimpses but really you know like second half in track he was outstanding but since then nothing um today i mean as it stands half time we're out of the relegation zone thank god we have had a season of doom and gloom and this is one of our few highlights so we're just enjoying it whilst Dale
2: is here. There is another 45 minutes to go and as a football fan you are by nature a pessimist so I am worried about the next 45 minutes even though we're three up a couple more goals early in the second half will definitely convince me that we're gonna win today but that has been very enjoyable and very unexpected. More later breaking play so i've stepped outside just to recap the first 10-15 minutes of the second half i'm not happy with the way Chombri is sitting back in my opinion we should just keep playing the way we were playing in the first 45 minutes allowing them to come on to us is a mistake we saw this against police terror the other week when they scored twice in injury time 3-0 might sound comfortable but they get a goal they get another anything could happen. So I just want us to show a bit more intent and play with the same sort of intensity that we played in the first half. <laughs> 70 minutes in, still 3-0 to Chomberee. It would be remiss of me not to ask Claire her thoughts on the sucker tie kit. Val has already said it looks too much like Man United. So, Claire, sucker tie all in red.
5: Yeah, I, I actually don't dislike it, to be honest. I think it's, it's all right. Quite nice. A gradient of red. As you move down from the shoulders to the knees, getting progressively darker.
2: But you're right, the shorts do look darker, don't they? The shorts are maroon. So we've got red shirts, maroon shorts and red socks. No, the the bottom half of the shirt blends with the shorts. Yes,
5: it's a gradient. So it starts at the shoulders and works its way down to the knees. The, the shorts and the shirts don't disrupt the gradient it would be perfect for a year seven learning to, <laughs> learning to create it would be a ten out of ten for any year seven you could do that gradually uh, creating shades.
2: so any secondary art teachers listening there you go you've got your lesson plans for the next couple of months <laughs> study sucker ties read away kit Full-time, Chonbury 3, sucker Taiwan. 1, I'm with Tim and he's going to give us his impressions of the match as a whole. Tim, over to you.
3: Yeah, really pleased with that. Um, 3-1 in the end. It's a little bit disappointing with the one goal at the end. Um, we had a player sent off <laughs> right in the last couple of minutes. God only knows what happens. There's a few handbags at the end and uh, Chonbury player got his second yellow. It wasn't a yellow, um, he definitely shouldn't have been sent off. Um, I think they were quite fortunate in that their player only got a yellow, but I mean that's the way the game goes. 3-1, they had one shot on target the whole game, I think I'm really pleased with that as a Chombury fan, um, which showed us that the defence is for once working. Goalkeeper looked outstanding throughout, so yeah I mean we're now out of the bottom three. Yeah, onwards and upwards. That's all we can say. Onwards and upwards, Chombery. We we
2: are still, we're still alive. It did get a bit feisty in the last couple of minutes. But what what did you think about our tactics in that second half? I couldn't believe what we were doing. I thought we should have just carried on playing the way we were in the first forty-five. Yeah, Patel. You the, the thing
3: is, you, the thing is, you've only seen you've seen this one game in isolation, In fact compared to the whole season, which has been woeful. That first half was was an anomaly. <laughs> we can't continue to play like that for a whole for a whole game. So to be honest, 3-0 up at half time. What else are you going to do? You're going to shut up shop. You're going to keep it. Try and keep it tight to the back. And in all fairness, I think that's what we did. I think they they scored a goal, but I mean they didn't look like scoring a goal before they did. Um, they scored in what 90, 80, 86, 87 minutes. Normal management. That I, I I would go as a fan. I'd want us to attack. Yeah, yeah. You're right. But as a as a team and a team as a whole, yeah, that was exactly the right thing to do in the second half.
2: So overall, very pleasing night's work. Great three points. Great win against one of our relegation rivals. Are we going to stay up, Tim?
3: I think it all depends with our, with our away form. Home form's looking good. The last few games. Away form usually with Chumbury is pretty woeful. Well but I think our next game is is going to be key. Because I, 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 I'm looking at looking at the fixtures and our next game is winnable, but after that we've got four or five games on the top, which I don't think we're going to get anything from. So I, I think we need the three points today. I think equally our next, our next away game we need three points from.
2: But it's been a brilliant night and thanks so much for your company. I've enjoyed it and I do miss you guys. I really do. So thank you. So, I'm with a Chomburi fan about an hour after the game has finished. <laughs> he comes from Finland. What is your name, please? Kim. Kim. So, I'm with Kim, who's from Finland. What did you think of the game tonight?
4: game was uh, very tough, but how can I say uh, Somebody Chomburi was a uh, little better. So, did you enjoy the game? Of course. Yeah. I like the football in here. and. Uh, Seem like you, you like the football in every place. Yes. You're from England and you love the football. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> so how, how long have you been watching Chomburi?
4: I live here. I live here in Bansan, not so far away from here. And that's why I came here and look football games in Chamboree.
2: That's great, thank you. Do you think we will stay in T1 this season?
4: Let's talk about later.
2: <laughs> okay, thank you, Kim. Kim has got to go now because his taxi's arrived. So bye-bye, thank you. It's a good hour and a half after the match has finished, outside Chonbury Stadium, a deserted Chonbury Stadium, a silent Chonbury Stadium, but what a wonderful evening it's been. Great company, great game actually, very entertaining and just been out for food with Bill, the Succa Thai fan, who still was reluctant to say anything on the podcast, but what great company he's been. Really enjoyed sitting chatting with him about Thai football, Scottish football, everything really. Been really entertaining, lovely fella. And that's it, really. It's been a great night. Really enjoyed it. There's no substitute for getting out for games. I know Rob says this every single week, but he's spot on. So to conclude my report from Chombri Stadium tonight, Chombri one 3-1. Great result for the Sharks. But even more than that, a wonderful, wonderful evening with some lovely people. And with that, it's back to me and Rob in the studio.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic, Till, and I'm so happy you did get back to Chombray. Near the emotion and how much it mattered to you. I don't always get it, I'll be honest, but fantastic stuff.
2: It was. It was a lovely night just to be at the ground and obviously catch up with old friends. Meet Bill, obviously, which was a highlight, and... Bumping to Kim, the Finnish supporter. The match as well was was great. Well, the first half in particular. Like I said, during the course of the report, I think we the tactics in the second half, I think we got wrong. We should have just kept going. We were on top. They were rattled. And there was no way they were coming back from 3-0 if, we, if we'd have carried on playing as we did. But overall, fantastic night. Really, really enjoyed it. And I'm glad that came well- across.
0: I think it did, mate, and I think now and again people might start listening to my predictions. I told you you were safe a month ago. There's
2: a long way to go, yet. Yeah? And 45 minutes doesn't define the whole season, but I am hoping it's... I mean, if, if they play like they did in that first half for the rest of the season, picking up points here and there, then we will be safe. I mean, there are far worse teams in the division. It's just when we're poor, we're very poor. Sunday was probably an anomaly, and i certainly got that impression talking to Tim and Val. I mean, I might contact the club and ask them if they can pay for me to stay, because if, if that's how they play when I turn up. And the only other game I've seen this season was Bury Ram away, so I'm, I'm Clearly a lucky charm. I'm going to put that to, to, to the test on Wednesday night when I go to the Cup, tie.
0: I mean, I was at that Bury Ram away game with you and uh, Lear looked superb to me until he got thrown off that night and I just can't understand how he hasn't scored more goals this season. It sometimes takes time to bed in and you've had a lot of upheaval.
2: He looked great.
0: Probably as, as good as any striker in the T1 on Sunday. He's got the physique and everything. Maybe just confidence in it in front of goal. You never know. You never know. As you say, 45 minutes doesn't define a season, but I think there's a lot of promising signs there.
2: That's comforting to hear, Rob. Now, he was reluctant to speak on the night, but Bill has had a couple of days to consider it, and he sent us in his thoughts on Sunday's game, Chonbury 3, Succa Taiwan. So here's Bill with
4: his match report. Tied to the Tide podcast. Tide. Match Tide. report. The report on the Chunbury Sukkotai game on Sunday. After two days of suffering in silence, I am ready to submit my report on the Sukkotai Firebats adventures or should I say misadventures in Chonbury. We bounced out of bed at five in the morning full of vim, vigor and a desire to plant a lot of space between us and the relegation struggle. When we arrived in Tunbury, the first thing we saw were the two sharks guarding the entrance to the stadium complex. They had peeling paint and looked dilapidated, a good sign. We were introduced to Tunbury Football Club with a tale of them selling quality players, a coach needing to be replaced, and a general air of resignation to a future life in the 2nd division. Yes! The Furbats were at full strength. The coach was brimming with confidence after his strategic draw with league leading Bangkok United. Let's get this victory underway. The game started with us playing our game of solid defense, interspersed with breakaways. Goodbye relegation struggles, we were on our way. In the 30th minute, our plans received a setback. We were a goal down. No problem, this has happened before. It just means that it will take longer to get our success. Four minutes later, and we were two goals down. Oh no, time to think of the police game. Remember, two goals down with 20 minutes to play? This was going to be difficult, but it was not impossible. Come on, Firebats. God help us, three goals down and it's not even half time yet. What gave Chunbury the idea of impersonating Buriram? In the second half, we finally got our solid defense together and the Sharks never came close to scoring again. Later, it was cruelly suggested to me that the Firebats did not get our defense together. It was just that Chunbury decided that three was enough and they would sit back and defend their lead. In the end, we did get a goal back, but by far too little, too late. One last observation on the game. Number 91, our fresh face from Ghana, who was going to reignite our attack, was replaced before half time. Our coach is having to think about the players that he is going to use in our team. A friend told me a long, long time ago that you do not enjoy life's highs if we do not endure its lows. Right now, I need a high. Thank you.
5: Hi, my name is Fran and I'm listening to a Thai football podcast. Everything you ever wanted to know about
0: Thai football and so much more.
2: Sounded like you had a good time on Saturday as well and your mates
0: enjoyed themselves. Yeah, first visit for the majority of them. Well, only one... Fella had been, Andy had been before, to one port game. The rest of them all debutants at Thai football and they, they absolutely loved it. I did comment on Twitter later on, on Saturday night, Jim, who I interviewed, he, he didn't really rate the game on Twitter. And everyone who went, although it was the first Thai game, they got to a lot, a lot of English games and they all thought it was a decent watch. So it just shows it's all about opinions.
2: Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I saw the bulk of it on telly on Saturday night. But like you say, you know, you as a fan, it's it's quite difficult, isn't it? You you have a very different perspective on things when you're watching as a supporter of, a, of one club. I mean, if you go as a neutral or just watch it for entertainment, you take something entirely different away, I think. So there's probably an element of that in Jim's comments.
0: Sure. Sure. I thought the trap were all right, as it goes.
2: Yeah, they weren't too bad, were they? And what, what did
0: your mates think of the stadium and the experience as a whole? They'd loved the fans on. Though, they thought it was like nothing they've ever seen. Pretty much the same description as some of the safety aspects. Uh, to put it into context, a lot of them are Scarborough Athletic supporters back home in England. England and it's a relatively new build is a stadium there and a couple of them have been involved on the board and they know that the hurdles you have to jump through in England to get a safety licence they were absolutely astonished going through the, the gates at Port on Saturday and then under the B zone which is like Steptoes Yard and you know blocks of concrete all over there. they just wouldn't get it over the line they wouldn't be allowed to play in England in a stadium like that but it just shows people here are a, a bit more responsible
2: but I think there's far worse places you could to take them. If, if they wanted to see rustic, I could I, off the top of my head I could name about a dozen grounds that would have horrified them even more, I think. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, onto a ground that is at the complete opposite end of that scale, Ratbury Stadium. We've got our regular weekly report from Reza, and he's got a friend with him this week. So two for the price of one. And I think it was another one nil win, wasn't it? Spoiler alert. Anyway, here's Reza and friend with their match report. Tied, Tied together. At <laughs> Good evening from Dragon
6: Solar Park in Ratchaburi. Today is the Thai League match weekday 19 between Ratchaburi FC and Uthai Thani. The match has ended 1-0 for the home team. Due to my condition, I will ask my friend about the match report today. Here is Agam. He is Indonesian, also supporting Ratchaburi. Agam, what do you think about the
4: game today? The fourth win for Ratchaburi. One nil. As always, for game, tight game, sweet revenge for Ratchaburi after in the first leg they beaten one nil also by Utai Thani, so it's a good game. Yeah, it's very good game and entertaining.
6: Yeah, thank you, Agam. So yeah, the game itself, the Ratchaburi try to score many chances in the first half, also the second half, but. After the goal from Jonathan Kemdi, we just try to hold the ball and keep the winning. Lucky for us, even Utaitani in the last 10 minutes trying to attack, but we still keep the three points and give us the fifth in the league. Come on, you Dragons!
0: Well, I tell you what, are we going to be talking about Ratbury in the Champions League?
2: Well, they're certainly the form team at the moment. I mean, if you discount Burry-Ram United, I think they've they've won all four games 1-0, haven't they, in this second leg so far. If you don't let goals in, you're going to go far. I mean, they were struggling near the bottom until this recent run of form. So, don't rule them out for a top four finish, absolutely. It's
0: a long way to go, you know, the top four are good sides, but... I'll tell you what, nobody's going to fancy going down there.
2: Not on current form, no. I think you're right. It's it's a tough place to go anyway. And I don't think anybody's going to fancy playing home or away at the moment.
0: No, no. You made mention of it there. It is a superb stadium. I recommend that as a visit to anyone who, who's not been round the, the, the top of the gulf there. Great stadium. Like, like an old-fashioned uh, English ground, isn't it? Maybe like the long side at Burnley, for those of you with memories long enough.
2: And talking of great grounds and top four teams. Our next report comes from Matt Jenkins, who arrived very late at BG Patum United against Bangkok United, his team, at the weekend. So he sent us a report, but it's a written report. So you're going to have to listen to me reading it out, I'm afraid, rather than Matt's slightly more calming tone. (laughs) So this is me reading out Matt Jenkins' report from Bangkok Glass against Bangkok United at the weekend. (laughs) At 43 minutes, I would have sold a leg for a 2-2 draw. At 90 minutes, I couldn't help feeling a bit disappointed we hadn't won. There were lots of odd VAR checks as well. Well, there's a surprise. Great stadium though, probably my favourite in Thailand. We did look tired and suffering from a post-Champions League exit hangover. And at 25 minutes, I genuinely thought, that's our season over. Pokhlau's goal and whatever Tochuan said at half-time probably kept our season alive. Second half, we were much better. And to quote a friend, it looked like BG had a Champions League game midweek as well, as they ran out of steam. Chanatip is an absolutely brilliant player. He's miles better than that team, but even he ran out of steam. We could and should have wrapped it up Bangkok United style on the 93rd minute. Next weekend is massive. That's the game at Bury Ram United on Sunday. Hopefully, we rest, recharge, focus, and don't allow nailed on poor decisions next week to affect us. So there you have it That was Matt's thoughts On the weekend The big game I suppose it was in, in T1 Did
0: you catch Any of the match Rob Or have you Any thoughts On what Matt said I'm afraid I didn't catch it I was I was enjoying The splendours Of a rooftop bar On Sukhumvit But I tell you what That is a big comeback And it was a big game For BG Don't forget They were still In the title hunt, But that might have Extinguished their hopes <sighs> I tell you what It's massive this Sunday It's so big But the problem Bangkok United have got now is I feel that Bury Ram will be more than happy with a nil nil on Sunday.
2: Yeah, they've certainly got the upper hand at the moment, haven't they? So yeah, you're right. I think they'd be happy with a draw on Sunday, and it's it is turning into a three horse race. I'm not going to discount Port and Bangkok United just yet, but as you say, I think BG. That's that's it for them now, and they could be caught by Ratbury as we mentioned earlier.
0: Not not trying to put down Bangkok United in any way, but from here to the end of the season and the momentum that Buriram are carrying with them, you suspect that they're more likely to pick up points against the, the teams below them. You know what I mean? In the lower half of the table, you always feel that Bangkok United have got a draw in them at one of those games, which is two vital points at the moment.
2: I, I know what you mean. I think, and as much as it pains me to say it, <laughs> I think I'm now coming round to your way thinking and, and I think it is gonna be Bury Ram United's title. They they looked awesome. Alright it was you know, put it into perspective it was police terror at the weekend, but they just I mean they could have scored for fun. It's no exaggeration to say that that could have been twelve or fifteen. Every time they went forward they looked like they was they were going to score.
0: Well, well, we've got to say, we both called it wrong, and Jamie at Ramp He could have very easily sacked the manager, could Mr Chit Chub, but he hasn't. He's stuck by his guns, and Pappas is delivering.
2: We were convinced, weren't we, at one point. I think every week we were mentioning on the podcast how surprised we were that he hadn't gone. So, yeah, I mean, you've got to give credit where it's due there. I think he's he clearly saw something in his manager and, as you say, stuck by him. They've invested in a few new players as well who seem to have made a fantastic impression. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is hard now to see anyone other than Ram United winning that title. The only spanner in the works could be if Bangkok United managed to pull off a win on Sunday.
0: I think, I think we've had a few more weeks in it now, but... I did say by the start of April it'd be over.
2: Can we just mention at this point, talking of predictions, I see my boys, Nongbua Pitchaya, had a narrow win at the weekend, squeezed out Kasetsart in an 11-goal thriller.
0: Yeah, yeah, Kasetsart sadly only with one of them, obviously. <laughs> Crikey, that is some win, isn't it?
2: I picked the wrong week to go. I, I was there the other week and they scraped to a 1-0 victory over Chanterbury. But to be fair, I wouldn't have changed it. I was at Chamboree on the, the same night, so I wouldn't have changed that for the world but yeah I mean I think that sends out a message doesn't it 101. I th- they look nailed on now. And it's starting to look like nakon Ratchasima will join them as well for the, autom- the second automatic place.
0: I would say so. That was a big win for them the other night, wasn't it? And then a scrap for the playoff places. I wouldn't want to pick any one of those four in the playoffs, anyone. Whoever it's from at the right time, there's a long way to go yet. Outside T1 and
2: T2, it's been a big weekend in T3 and the start of the semi-pro league. Now, this is your forte, Rob. So, are you able to sum up what happened in T3 at the weekend and... And the start of the semi-pro league. There were some big crowds, weren't there, at those games, I saw. There
0: was 800 at Ubon Poly, which is the old Ubon United team. And I, I believe I saw one in uh, even higher than that. Yeah, I think there's one in four
2: figures. I saw something on Twitter. See, this is how much research I've done, Ron. <laughs> there was one, I think, that had broke the four-figure barrier, which is incredible, isn't it, at that level?
0: It sure is, isn't it? And it shows that there are clubs that are treading water in T3. And I know we say it time and time again, they've got to find some way to restructure it and get progressive teams in there and give them a chance to progress up the league.
2: That's got to be the way forward. Forward, hasn't it and your boys Cisaket United clinched the North title with a, a fantastic win against Masaracom on Saturday there was 1700 at that game they so must it's... be confident now going into the playoffs
0: well you'd think so the draw incidentally is Tuesday afternoon for that the fixtures will come out so by the time you're listening to this folks have a look on the excellent Thai League Three Twitter feed. That's been The fixtures should be on there. And how does it work
2: from now on, Rob? Are you able to tell us that? Because I'm, I'm still a bit confused as to what happens next.
0: Right. Basically, the six regional T three leagues, as you know, the top two from each one progress. So now we have twelve teams left. There's a north and south section that they're split equally into. The northern section has obviously the northern and northeast along with the East division from previously, which leaves West, South, and Bangkok playing in the Southern Block. Uh, the top team from each one goes straight up, and then there's a playoff between the two second place teams. So they've got five more games each. The winners of the regional leagues get three home games. The runners up get two home games.
2: Who do you fancy to get promoted out of all
0: that? I think Bangkok United will go up. That's sorry, ba- Bangkok United. I apologise, Bangkok United. Listeners. Bangkok. See, FC right. will just go-
2: stop, stop right there. This was the point I was making last week about Concan, Concan United. This is why it annoys Michael so much as well. <laughs> Carry Bangkok- on.
0: I must be honest. I do fancy see Saket United in the north, and I would suggest the additional playoff game for the third place will be Maris come against Clark or Ang Tong.
2: So we'll revisit that in a couple of weeks and see how how right you are. But it's it's hard to disagree with that. My, my knowledge of T three isn't as great as yours, but they'd certainly be my favourites based on what I've seen and what I've learned this season.
0: Well, talking of which, one of the teams that we mentioned there, well, a couple of the teams we mentioned there got intriguing FA Cup games just after this. Pod- Podcast goes out on Wednesday afternoon and evening. We've got Songkla against Bangkok United and Bangkok FC against Buriram United. Two cracking ties.
2: Yeah, they'll be worth worth watching, won't they? And I think the Bangkok FC game has sold out, hasn't it? I was reading somewhere this week. More or less, certainly the away section has. Which is fantastic, again. And as we said a couple of weeks ago, that'll be a good test for them just to see where they're at at the moment. They have got a lot of momentum. We do mention them quite a lot on this programme. So, yeah, it's good to see them doing well and getting rewarded with a fantastic home draw, it has to be said. Indeed,
0: yeah, yeah. So some cracking games, ahead this week, and get yourselves out over this next yeah. week, in fact, with the FA Cup and the semi-pro. The T3 does take a break this weekend, which is very kind and quite surprising, in a way, that <laughs> they give them a few more than four days to arrange their hotels and transport.
2: So it's not a six-week
0: break, then, like we used to in T1? I believe it's the first week in March until the first week in April. That's five weekends over and done with. And the semi-pro league finishes not too much longer after that. So everyone knows where they are, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and we'll we'll be giving plenty of coverage to that over the coming weeks as well. So I think that's about it for this week. It's been great to get out and about. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks to all the contributors, to everyone who contributed to Rob's report. So that's Jim, Andy, Fred, and, and to everyone who contributed to my report, that's Tim, Val, Claire, Bill, Kim. Thanks, guys. And, oh, just before we go... There is something I forgot to mention, Rob. You've become a bit of a celebrity now, haven't you? What's
0: this story? <laughs> yeah, it just shows the power of the podcast. I was I was in those not very sizable uh, toilets just inside the ground at PAT on Saturday and a young fella came up he says, you're Rob Bernard off the podcast, aren't you? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, I recognised your voice. So thanks ever so much. He made the comment that made me mates laugh, so I owe him a beer for that. If he makes some of them laugh, he's a genius.
2: Fantastic. You need to be careful though, Rob. It's a slippery slope once you start getting famous.
0: <laughs> Honestly, folks, we say it every week feedback, we love it. You want to send your reports in, we love it. More the merrier.
2: And, and just talking of meeting celebrities in public toilets. <laughs> I once stood next to Lloyd Cole at a urinal on a service station toilet in England back in the mid-90s. It's my claim to fame.
0: I hope it won't busy or there'd have been a commotion.
2: And on that note, I think that's a a great place to leave it. So thank you all again for listening. It's been lovely recording this today. Normally when we do these recordings, I'm wrapped in a massive duvet in a freezing cold flat with damp on the walls. But today I'm looking out over the beautiful sea at Bangsen. It's lovely and sunny and everything's calm. So it's, it's been great. Thanks so much, Rob.
0: Yeah, take care, everyone. Get yourselves out to a match.